Bonjour and bienvenue. Hello and welcome to the Conjure South Spellcast Podcast. The only conjuring podcast providing royal, intellectual, and traditional hoodoo root work and divination. A space highlighting the culture of traditional hoodoo and an invitation to all other spiritual systems from around the world. I am your host, Queen Cotalia, the hoodoo queen of the imperial court Milner Metos de la Punt. I am joined by my co-host, Madame Aphrodite, and the Urban Alchemist. Today's episode brings a focus on starting your spiritual path. We will then provide traditional divination and custom spiritual work to our calling clients to rectify matters surrounding love, money, and other life matters. Je répète bienvenue to the Conjure South Spellcast podcast. Merci. I am your host, Queen Cotelli, the Hoodoo Queen, with my beautiful co-host, Madam Aphrodite, and my most handsome co-host, Gerald, the Urban Alchemist. Hello, hosts and hosts. Hello. How are y'all doing? Awesome. How are you, Queen? I'm wonderful. I am fine. Gerald, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm excellent and so excited to be here on the inaugural episode of Spellcast. Yes, it is going to be a whole vibe. I must ask, how... Has 2022 been treating you thus far? 2022 has started off phenomenal. I mean, I am absolutely just rolling in the spiritual jewels right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in that same vein. I'm so much transformation from 2021, and I've been so blessed. And this is a game-changing year. I mean, it's easy to say that, but... There is something very special about this year, and we're just in January, so let's do this. Absolutely, I I agree. Um, twenty twenty two for me started out almost like a year of um necessity of things of I needed. Like for example, the first week I was supposed to go take a trip. Um, I have not had a actual vacation in ten years. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, and so the goal was to you know start off this year. I want to do to get my vacation on and get recharged with us opening Conjure South and all of those things. Cheers to I that. Merci, merci <laughs> Thank you so very much. And so I was really, really excited about going and getting recharged and all of these things. And literally the week leading up to going, there was something that just shifted about the entire thing. So I I literally, something shifted and was just like, you don't need to go. And interestingly enough, after deciding not to go, my mother was like, I have to be honest, I'm glad that you didn't go. I was feeling very uneasy about the situation and all of these things. And so, as I mentioned in many of my, you know, being on YouTube and all of these different places is, a delay um, or a setback is nothing more than a setup for your success. And Absolutely. delays are literally nothing more than divine moments of clarity. And so I really just needed that week to work on some things here at Conjure South. There were things that were behind and 
we we had to use that time. We needed that time to get things where they are supposed to be, or at least closer. That's really sort of like where we are at this time. So starting off 2022 has definitely been a, have been moments of necessity for me is mm-hmm. what I would say. So I'm just so blessed to be here with the both of you starting the Country South Spellcast podcast. People have asked about this for years. And of course, a lot of people just jump into things, just going to do it. Um, and I pondered with it and it, the idea, you know, came across a couple of times, but didn't really feel the time was right. I don't think I had came across the right people. Mm-hmm. to do this um and because some people feel like oh well, you know queen you could just handle it on your own do it yourself and it's like what people have to understand about me is yes i understand that i am queen Cotalia, the hoodoo queen of the imperial court of milner meadows on the phone and all of those things and recognized <laughs> and that was indies and in the country of africa and da, 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 da. i get that and i'm grateful for that but what people don't understand is my reality of traditional spirituality is not the reality of the majority. Right. No, no. You know, like, first of all, if I'm just, if we want to just get right into it, is not the culture mm-hmm. of these traditional spaces. The culture of these traditional spaces, most people, 98% of people, did not grow up in. Right. And we have to start being honest about that. You know, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. It is, American <laughs> to be disconnected right. from mm-hmm. from who we are. And when I say we, I don't just mean people of color. I mean also non-people of color. It's many of them that reach for traditional spiritual systems because they are disconnected from their own, mm-hmm. you know, and that is just truly a very, it, it's reality, it is truth, it is fact. Um, but also, so there's that part. So growing up in the spaces of traditional spirituality. Then the other thing is being a royal in the traditional spiritual community, again, is not the reality. Yes, everybody, the second great grandmama, second great grand roach, second great grand possum <laughs> is, is a king, is a queen, is a goddess or a god and all of these things. And I'm just like, but baby, where's your responsibilities? Right. What what things are you fulfilling? Mm-hmm. Because what I'm seeing a lot of right now is a, a variety of people are trying to use these. I mean, as always, someone wants to have a title to do something or to validate themselves to whatever right. capacity. Um, but it's like, you know, you're using all of these terms and these titles, but the only person that seems to be benefiting from your title is you. Mm-hmm. And your community is suffering, who is following. So I just think it's very interesting with that. But you're here or there. So I am just super, again, grateful to have you both on this journey with me because you do bring very different um, eyes, you know, from this space. So with this being our first, and we do have a topic today that we are going to get into, but let's take the maybe next, like maybe five minutes to speak on, Gerald, could you tell us, Urban Alchemist, how do you want the world to know you? 
I am the urban alchemist. And there is Excuse several... me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Could you say that for the people in the back? I think they missed I am the, article. the urban alchemist. The and there, urban alchemist. There are a few of us running around, or there are a few urban alchemists running around, but I am the urban alchemist. I received this name about seven years ago, and it's been slowly blossoming. And so there are others. So just know I'm the urban alchemist. My handle on IG is at urban alchemist. Mm-hmm. And Queen, I have to tell you, like you said, people have been waiting on this. They are ready for this. My audience, my divine sparks is what I call them. Oh. They've been, yes, yes, yes. They're very <laughs> excited. <laughs> I'm glad you like the app. They're very excited um, for this podcast. And they've been expressing that to me. And we're truly here to change the face of spirituality online out there in podcast land know that we're here to change the face of it because you've seen a lot of smoke you've seen a lot of mirrors but we're here to give you as queen likes to call it truth straight up truth we're going to make it simple and it's going to be effective you're going to feel it so i'm excited for that i gotta tell you there is a show that i watch online and it has a similar format it's three people that host and i just know that the chemistry is what's going to be so attractive about this particular podcast yes we have yeah, and Queen has communicated this before, and I was so happy to know that we come from a similar mindset. And everybody, forgive me, I'm just really getting to know Afro Aphrodite, and I'm so excited to meet her and learn all about her because I've seen some videos, I've heard her speak, and I'm like, I recognize instantly this woman is working with some stuff, okay? So don't, don't overlook that, don't underestimate it. She's working with some stuff, so I'm excited to get to know her. But Queen expressed that, and there goes my candle. So that was the exclamation on that. (laughs) (laughs) Lights out, y'all. I'll just say quickly, we speak a different language and getting to know Queen has been a fun and very interesting journey. We speak a different language, but I'm very grateful that I'm at a part in my journey where I truly understand a lot of the things that she expresses regularly, and I can lend a different voice to that. And I'm so appreciative that now I can see a lot of things that she said. But what I bring to the table is I'm a tarot person. First and foremost, I've been reading for 21 years. I can also say, and I I always have to catch myself. I don't like to brag. I don't want to be arrogant, but I must let people know I don't read tarot like anybody else. Okay. I bring experience and I bring knowledge and I make it plain. So that's what I'm here to do. And my journey has been 21 years in that, but I've also been studying under Queen and getting a hoodoo education, traditional African-American spirituality. Damn. So I, yeah, hello, and for that, and <laughs> Cardi B, and I walk in two different worlds and it's a really unique perspective. And one last thing before I hand it over to Aphrodite is, I did not grow up like Queen and I'm so grateful to have met Queen because my background was not spiritual based. All right. Our idea of spirituality is you go to church every Sunday, you pay your right. time, you keep it moving, okay? Um, so it wasn't that it was shunned or it was looked down upon. It was completely like not acknowledged or dismissed. So growing up, finding my calling and my purpose in this journey is so refreshing to meet people who live a spiritual lifestyle and who I can relate with. And they can see the gifts and talents that I possess where others may struggle to see it. So there's a lot of interesting right. ingredients to work with here. And I can't wait to watch what we create with that. Afro Aphrodite. Damn, I like all of that. <laughs> on top. 
I am Afro, Aphrodite. And truly what I want to be known as is your spiritual, sensual servant. Cause that's Ooh. just me. <laughs> so um, I am blessed enough uh, to have Queen to uh, bless me with the name of Afro Aphrodite. And I received that name um, a couple of months ago. And I was like, you, you know what? I like it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Cause she's a genius, right? Given a little background on me, um, as you said, also our mathness, um, I did not grow up, you know, in the tradition. But however, you know, given our ancestral memory, we would see certain things and didn't know that they would be linked, you know, to some of the yes. teachings that Queen are, you know, is educating us on. So um, that's where I'm at also. I'm also blessed enough to have been put in her path. Um, it's been a, a wonderful experience. Like I can't even put into words. However, I am initiated into Ifa, which is a traditional Yoruba religion, if people did not know. I am also under the tutelage of Queen Co. You know, I learned things here and there. Um, as far as reading goes, I truly picked up reading around 2016, 2017, um, because a lot of my focus was sensual and sexual empowerment. That's always been, uh, you know, my thing because I just hated, hated it being such a taboo topic or, you know, being shunned for it. And I would have people, you know, twice my age, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And I could never. And I'm like, oh, you know, sweetheart, I know you could never, but that's not the point. You know, we're going to keep it. <laughs> so um, I have, you know, been blessed enough to to have had Queen see the spiritual and the sensual and see, you know, the the oomph in it to be like, you know what, let me let me snatch her up out of there and, and dust her off. Let's reform this. Remove that dust. dust <laughs> and and it bam, off, okay? here we go, Ephra Aphrodite. Like, <laughs> can we just? So, and here we are. And I'm so excited. So I'm just trying to get people comfortable in their sensuality and redefine divine and this whole femininity thing and just break all the molds. And it's not, you know, I'm not just for, you know, the feminine crowd. I'm also for the masculine crowd as well. You know, everybody needs okay. to be, you know, everybody needs to be the, them best selves. And, you know, I'm here to pull a cayenne pepper in it and let's spice it up. So. Wonderful. You know, I, I want to just speak very clearly to the viewers today because though Urban Alchemist um, wants to be received as a, a tarot reader beyond tarot readers and Ever Aphrodite wants to be received as um, the sensual, seductive serpent and all of these things, the the things that I absolutely feel that you are also bring is, for example, um, the urban alchemist. He is very studious, very studious, quite academic. So when it comes to the world of occultism, it's not just this, oh, I have knowledge. I've read a book. It is, I have researched mm -hmm. you know um even in our first conversations and he was interested in joining the country south Hudu institute it was like you know queen i wanted to have a conversation with you i've seen some things online i've sort of questioned some things online and i don't know how i feel about these things what are your feelings what are your thoughts what do you know and even being in the institute um 
Urban Alchemist, the Urban Alchemist has been very um, persistent on, well, why is this? And, and now mind you, in the Institute, I give you the whys. Yeah, mm, she definitely does. I can give you the whys. And it's right. not, it's not that I can't, or if I, it's like, if I'm supposed to, um, there are some things that cannot be said to preserve this at its core. And so I give, you know, what is supposed to be given and I give those whys, et cetera, but it doesn't matter if it was an omen, if it was a sign, if it was a working, if it was just a thought. Um, the urban alchemists had no issues with asking those questions and digging deeper and getting those things. So coming in from a very academic point of view and a researcher's <clears throat> point of view is huge to me. And I mean, also, like, I think I think your father is a doctor. So <laughs> with that being said, like having this type of mindset makes sense. But again, there's a different set of eyes that I don't have that I didn't I don't see that way. And then with with Madame Aphrodite, with her, she has been out here in these hoodoo, ifa, voodoo, 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 hoodoo, all, 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 of, all the streets. Okay, she's been out here in all the streets and really experiencing like real life stuff that most people deal with on their journeys. And it's like... Again, I don't resonate with that. So this, which is a beautiful segue into today's topic, which is starting your spiritual journey. The reason why I wanted to have this discussion first is because, again, I didn't start or have to connect or any of those things with the spiritual journey. Um, For me, I grew up in it. My family has been known, documented in this region since the 1700s before Alabama was a state. Um, We have carried on these traditions for over 400 years and we've owned, you know, the land and spaces. So our traditions stayed alive. They stayed pure. They were from their mother's mouth, from their father's mouths. It was that thing. And so we've never had a disconnection. It was never to be disconnected. It was none of that. And so When people go, well, Queen, um, how did you start your practice? And I was like, baby, I never have practice. I've all I've only lived this. Correct. I is and 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 to be more precise, even with us as a culture, it was never practiced. It was lived. It was a part of our lives, and I'm very clear about this as well because if we got to be honest. Everybody, everybody think because you practice a magical method that that makes you magical. Um, Practice does not make you efficient. To have a plethora of knowledge does not make you a witch. Okay. You, as I tell people, you know, some people out here are just simply um, spiritual referees, you know, the rules of the game, but you don't have the talent to play the sport. And it's just that simple. And, and it's not, it's not to call anybody out. It's not to make anyone to feel down or bad, but it's truth. It is just simple truth that in a culture. So when we talk about starting your spiritual journey, I want to, uh, tonight, I want, or today, whenever you're getting this, I want you to know that I'm speaking from a space of tradition 
of growing up in this, of being an authoritative figure in these in this space, as a family that has been a, an authority in this space, um, Urban Alchemist can attest that I do have connections with royalty here in the U.S. on the country of Africa in the West Indies, as he has been a graduate of my institute and have been in the presence of other royals that of my connections. Absolutely. Um, and so with that being said, when we come into this space of, I want to speak on living your spiritual journey instead of just starting your spiritual journey, is understanding the importance of truth. The importance of truth allows you to experience your magic, if you're magical, or your psychic abilities, if you're psychic, or your healing abilities, if you are a healer. Because in the spaces of hoodoo, obia, and grigri across the African diaspora, truly, these things are really broken down into pretty much those three categories. Magic, if it's magic. Healing, if it's healing. Divination and reading, if you have that ability. And then religion. So actually four spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when, we, when we're looking into these spaces here and living it, truth is, 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 is it. For years, I have never had an empathetic spiritual experience in my life. Mm-hmm. I could walk into a room full of people who are sad and I'm like, why aren't you partying? I don't understand. Let's turn up. Turn up, okay. <laughs> and so it's just like it was. It's never been a thing. But I've been very truthful with that. But today, people are like, oh my gosh, I feel the energies around me, <laughs> and I'm an empath. And I'm like, no, Mel Shelley, you could be intuitive. You could be hypersensitive. None of those things make you an empath. That's a different thing. My mm-hmm. sister, on the other hand has to shop at one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning because she cannot be around a group of people without taking on physical ailments of those that are not her own. If you want to get down to and to being empathetic in that way, um, when we're talking to these into these traditional spaces. So my thing is you have to be truthful when you start your journey. If you don't possess the ability to conjure magic, and when I say this, I'm not speaking specifically just to hoodoo. I'm talking about cunning work of British Isles. I'm talking about I Ching of Asian culture. I'm talking about Striga of the Italians. I'm talking about Bukharia and the Latinx community. If you do not possess the gift of conjuration, the ability to move magic and to manifest and to bring things into fruition, to bend the wheel of this reality, to change it into something else, it does not make you less than. It just makes you different. And your differences make you valuable. So my love, guess what? Maybe you cannot conjure a thought, but you may be the baddest reader on your block. You may have a gift of sight beyond this world, and that should be honored and respected and should be praised and should be celebrated. But you should not feel that you have to do magic. Oh, my gosh. I'm starting this journey. So I got to get my crystals. I got my tarot. I got my oracle. I got my bones. I got my candles. I got my incense. I got all of Don't forget the sage. Don't forget that sage. Well, that's because I had not lived in the lace front yet. Under the lace front, that's my seed. Now, that's the type of spiritual tool people need as a magical lace front. Because you just never know. These days, I'm trying to tell you, it, it is it is a whole conjuration of the situation itself. 
It is being honest about those things because if you can step into your me living this, mm-hmm. and the reason why I'm so big on truth is because I grew up with 11 other cousins for almost over two decades in the space of trying to understand with um, who would be the successor of our lineage and all of those things. But looking at a cousin who could have trifocals and still not see, but could literally speak your name in reverse and have you walking around in circles. Wow. Okay. Literally having the ability, um, not being able to, not, not having the ability to actually light a candle. Okay. Even pay attention, let alone pay a spirit but could read your second great grandmama who transitioned in 800 BC and all the documents are, <laughs> there, are all there to, 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 to be seen. And so I, I speak to, you have to step into these spaces in truth and, and again, honor your differences, honor and, and that's the beautiful thing. It's, it's very much like this podcast. We all have different um, perspectives and different realities and things of our experiences. And because of that, it creates this Spellcast podcast to be so special. Not because we all come from the same space and all our royals and all of that right, jazz. Right, right. Like that doesn't give you what you need to be a village. So that's going to be like my top thing about living your spiritual journey is you must first live in truth. And I don't mean just recognize it because a lot of people have this very sick um, fantastical. Oh my gosh, it's magic. And it's going to give me this and I'm going to do that. And oh my gosh, someone's trying to steal my energy. They're trying to drain my power. They want to take, I'm like, baby, if you don't step out of the second episode of charm, I right. will not continue this conversation. Okay, baby. It was canceled. Category is expired okay (laughs) so so that's you know that's my thing sashay away please away with the quickness (laughs) so my thing is um you have to live in truth in order to live this versus practicing it um madam aphrodite what would you say about um if you could give like one key thing about starting your journey what would you tell someone that they absolutely needed in starting their path? Um, The number one thing that I would tell someone, um, it would be connecting with your ancestors and realizing your lineage. That would be the one thing. And what I mean by realize your lineage, um, you have people, as you said, that, you know, children of the diaspora, dwindling and you know picking up different things and it's like that's not even your lineage you know and i know you are a hundred percent no cultural appropriation by anybody so i you know i always tell people you know honor and get to know your ancestors and respect your lineage and start from there and let when we talk about recognizing your lineage we're not talking about recognize your chosen lineage right okay Mm. because what i see a lot of people is going you know what all this melanin in my body 
That's West Africa. That's Yoruba. That's Benin and Togo. That's all of those things. That's where my Ashe is. That is my power. That is my magic. <laughs> rising kings, grand rising queens, you know. Oh, my and, goodness. And, and, and all of these things. And it's like, no. If you are going to honor your ancestors, you must honor all of your honorable ancestors. And the beautiful thing about being African-American is that we are a mix. Yes. We are a mix of many cultures. So yes, you may wish and hope and pray that your ashe and your magical abilities are of West Africa. But my love, if you have German descent, you could be a German witch with a whole lot of melanin. <laughs> you know. Right. When, when you, Deutsch. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, and I know that a lot of people will see me. Like, for example, I grew up in a um, French and African Creole um, household mm -hmm. with my grandma and my great grandma. So, I mean, with all of the French things that I do and connected to my French roots. And when I say French, I don't mean just, oh, well, they were mixed. I mean, no, like, Marseille, France, Toulouse, France is right. where they're from, fresh off the boat, um, French. And so I have to honor that. Um, and because, baby, these playing cards, though they are quite, um, and they are very much a thing in um, the African diaspora, and I tell people this, when it comes to tarot, that didn't come out of West Africa. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, you know, a lot of people love to say, well, this is closed. That is closed. That is closed. Well, you can't you can't do this. You can't do that. But you're paying your bills with tarot cards, my baby. Ooh. Love. OK, <laughs> I mean, you're paying your bills with tarot cards. So at any given moment, if people decide to say, Bloop, this is closed, you better respect it if you want them to respect your space or. You could honor that that is within you from that space and go, you know, this is also a part of me. And there's nothing wrong to look inside of that and say, and this is how I honor that. And I don't mean that 1% because <laughs> people love to do that. But the reality <laughs> is, the reality is when you do talk about ancestral, ancestral veneration, ancestral connection, et cetera, a lot of people want to dismiss certain things or they want to completely <laughs> dismiss the fact, especially we people of color. Oh, I'm going to dismiss the fact that I have any European in me, but it's, it's definitely native. Oh, it's so native. Cultural appropriation is not racial appropriation. Yeah. A lot of people try to make it racial appropriation, but it is a cultural thing. This is why when you talk about your ancestral lineage, you can't go, oh, well, because I am a person of color, I have access to all things of the African diaspora. No, my love, if you are heavy in that Yoruba, Nigerian blood, don't go tap dancing around in voodoo. Mm -hmm. That may mm -hmm. not be your space religiously. I'm just saying, you know, if you really carries that heavy Congolese blood, but you want to 
Oh, I'm I'm Oshun. Oh, I'm a I'm an emoji. <laughs> I'm a emoji. Which one? I'm a emoji. I'm a yee for you. I'm a honeybee. I'm a yee yee. I'm a aya. Um, <laughs> you know, and so aya 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 aya. And so like it's hoodoo 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 hoodoo. So it's like no, but you may need to actually. You may actually need to look into Palo Mayombe mm-hmm. and those spaces around Cuba that are heavy with Congolese tradition and cultures, etc. And again, it doesn't make you less than and, and, and so forth and so on. But but as I always say, if you're doing an eclectic version of versions of things and it works for you, then it works for you. But when you are really going into the space of connecting to your most traditional or even not just traditional stuff, but your most magical stuff, it starts with your blood, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Urban Alchemist, what would you say? What is one point you would bring them from your space and perspective? See, Queen, here you go. Make me choose just one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's hard for me. <laughs> we got time. We have a reader in, so we got to. Go ahead. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I do have, I can come up with one. Well, I prepared for one. So let me just do that one. I'll save my other pearls and gems for later. How about that? Thank you. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So one of the biggest things, and I'm guilty of not being the best at this myself, but I know the importance. So I'm going to grow more into it is documentation. Everybody queen mentioned a studious approach and I am indeed that. And it's for multiple reasons. One of the reasons is that when you get on this journey, or as Queen says, journey, on your journey, yes, (laughs) you're going to have some experiences. Queen will make you do some things. She'll make you see some things. They see you in your dreams. In your dream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That I listened to, I stopped every day. Now it's like every other day, but y'all, anyway, (laughs) I'm shouting Queen out there. Um, you want to document those things that you see because they will be so surreal at times that I found after time passes, you almost forget them because it's like, did that really happen? Absolutely, it happened on January 3rd, 2017. You want to document those things because you are collecting memories, you're collecting, um, you're creating a profile of things, you're understanding the way that you work with spirit queen's gonna laugh at me for saying that (laughs) but the way you work with your ancestors or different spirit guides or things so it's great to document um so you can refer back to it and it's just really cool above all else y'all when you have those moments of like oh my god did that happen yes it did it was cool and you need to remember that because that's going to really push you along your journey too it's going to help you gain momentum when you see, oh, I'm not just tripping. I had a dream about that. And then three days later, it happened. Yes. So how do we document is the thing I want to address. And Queen was talking about culture and our culture. And I like to talk about social media because we are American. We are this tapestry that's behind me. Um, what are the values of our culture as Americans? One of them is materialism, you all. We live in capitalism. We want people to buy stuff so we can generate money, okay? So in approaching a spiritual journey, a lot of us have to fight that urge to buy stuff. Like Queen said, I want the rocks, I want the crystals, I want the sage, I want the head wraps, I want the, 
Y'all, fight the urge, fight the urge. Well, I'm telling you, under Queen's tutelage, I learned part of the truth is that you don't need much to do a lot. Now, that was a tweet right there. Somebody please tweet that. You don't need much <laughs> to do a lot. Queen will say, and her people will say, you can move a mountain with a fingernail. So I've heard about this really special documentation technology available at Conjure South this month. Queen, would you like to mention the name of that? Because it's available temporarily. What's the name of that um, planner? Um, it is the 2022 planner written by the House of Ache by Madame Lily, who will be joining us from France, my um, family coming in from France um, on Wednesday. So we we will have, if you want to learn about Camboire, which is hoodoo from Guadeloupe, um, you would want to join that class and you will get to hear her speak about these holy days and a variety of things with the planner. Um, but we will always have the planner here at Conjure South. Excellent. Yeah, I was excited to see that. Um, she did a phenomenal job just formatting that. And it's a wonderful offering. But y'all, if you don't have the money for that brilliant planner, and I love Lily. She's such a like sweet spirit. I can't wait to get to know her better. Um, May I suggest your local dollar store? It's a favorite of mine. <laughs> and I went old school with this recently. I got something. It's just, it's like the most state-of-the-art technology. It's called a composition notebook. Um, I'm so sorry, Urban Alchemist, but I mm. have a feeling you may have something a little bit more um, solid than that. I do, and I didn't want to share it because it's very <laughs> special. I did yes. receive a special grimoire. Um, I didn't want to speak too much about it, but I did. So I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that. <laughs> but before you get to that, good old composition notebook. It's magical. You can format it exactly how you want. You can work it the way you want. It doesn't cost much. I have a little spiral brown bound notebook here. And I also brought two other items. I have one of my notebooks to show you that when it comes to living this in this space, the magic comes from doing the work. And that's the thing that's missing in, you know, a lot of social media, smoke and mirrors land is, ooh, what is that? It's a spread that I use the Huda Omen playing cards with. And I wrote down the cards. I have a format that I use. And every time I go to it, I record the same way. Y'all, any scientist keeps documents. Um, so it's important that you're a scientific studious, however you want to call it, and your research so that you can make discoveries. Um, and then the last one I brought was this old tarot grimoire that I've had literally since, say, about 2002. Um, Y'all, there's some good stuff in here, okay? And the amazing thing about it is it's knowledge that I possess. It's from my own experiences. You can't read this in a book. This is from my own life book. So. Okay. To wrap it all up, y'all document and keep it simple. Don't I, don't go I, by the the best, brightest, most expensive planner, y'all. Go get the the composition of the book, y'all. It's yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, I will tell you the beautiful thing about this that bringing up the space of documentation. Um, one of the things that I do teach all of my students is the first thing is, is this all goes right back to truth. Well, the ancestors and then truth which is, I tell my students, you must learn your spiritual, your ancestral spiritual vocabulary. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And this is understanding how your ancestors speak to you. So how they speak to you via tarot isn't how I can't teach you that. Now I can tell you how it could come about so that you have, um, so that you have a a better um, idea of what to expect or, or what to, or how you're going to be experiencing things, but understanding how your ancestors speak to you in this time and in this journey um, is very important. Also just speaking to that space of documentation, magic does not manifest always overnight. Exactly. Okay. Your visions, everybody who's on, as I like what Urban Alchemist says, smoke and mirror land, social media, um, <laughs> love, the, oh my gosh, I saw three pigs yesterday in my dreams. And this morning when I woke up, my mother placed three pieces of bacon on my plate and I knew it was a sign. <laughs> and it's like, no. And then it's, oh my gosh, I saw this man in my dreams. And then yesterday, or right as I woke up, there was a man standing in my window. You know, it's like, These things, a lot of things that people are saying are literally filters, verbal filters, text filters, visual filters. Um, (laughs) And and it's just what it is. And it's not truth. It's not real. Um, It doesn't happen that way. When you when you live this, you you will see my baby. Ain't nobody out here seeing demonic spirits on a daily basis. Oh my gosh, I went out to get my mailbox today and I was grabbing my paper and I looked up and there was a demon <laughs> on a scooter just riding right on by. Hi, like it's like no, like that's not how it goes. It's not is is not true. Um and so <laughs> I'm just saying and these are the these this goes back to that whole fantastical thing. So when you are documenting your experiences and they come into fruition, whether it happens one month from the day you saw it or dreamt it or read it um, or, or two months or three months down the road, it validates your ability. It validates your experience. It validates that you are truly living in this space. And the more frequent you do this, you build that spiritual muscle. And it's so important that it's done. Now, people say, well, my great-grandmama and the ancestors didn't write it down. It's because they didn't have to connect to it. They lived it every day. Right. So in Ooh, your, in your journey, in, <laughs> in, in your journey today, as someone who is connecting, you have to respect that you are going to have to build that mm-hmm. momentum and that foundation and, and, and being able to recognize, well, when I dream about a tree, it symbolizes this. Now for somebody else, somebody else's blood means something. But when I dream about a tree, this comes about. And when my baby dreams about a tree, this comes about. And I spoke to my grandmother yesterday and she said that when she dreamt about trees, it was the same thing. And now you know for a fact that this 
is a part of you and your gifts, etc. Now, this is just starting your journey part one um, and starting your spiritual journey part one. So we're going to do a part two. Maybe we'll continue with part two next week. Maybe we'll do it um, a week or so later so we can get some different things in. And so the way this is going to go down is that I'm going to read you the question that she has. Urban Alchemist, I would like for you to read for her first three-card pull. And after you okay. have done that, Madam Aphrodite, I would like for you to read. And then I am going to provide root work um, or spiritual work um, solutions or ideas that she can use to either bring things into fruition or release things, et cetera, surrounding her particular um, things. So our first reader is Ms. Turner, and she says, how would love and vanity prosper starting this year and years to come? Now, when you are divining, it's very difficult to look years in advance. If you are psychic, you may can see things years in advance. But when you're pulling cards, you're probably going to be looking into the next three or four months or so, um, maybe half a year. Margo. Yes, yes, yes. Which is literally like my favorite, like one of my favorite names, um, Margo. Right. Yes, so, all right. Well, I want to reread this right now. Um, Ms. Turner, are you there with us? Yes, okay. I am. Can you Wonderful. hear me? Yes, we can hear you. So I just want to reread your question to make sure that I'm correct. Your question is, how would love and vanity prosper starting this year and years to come? Is that the correct question? That is correct. Wonderful. So we're going to have the Urban Alchemist start with you first, and then Madam Aphrodite is going to read. And then I'm going to provide you with some spiritual work that you can do to maybe assist you in achieving these things and protecting what it is that you are desiring. Urban Alchemist, take it away. So Margo, the first thing I would like to do is just say, um, let's reframe that question because it's very, it sounds very highfalutin. It sounds very fancy. But let's reframe that question because we want clarity. So what do you really want to know? Well, the only thing I want to know, my, the name of the business is Love Vanity. This my, um, it's a beauty business, but it has spirituality infused into it. So I just really want to know how successful it shall be um, this year, starting this year and going into the next few years. Um, however you want to frame it, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, so love and <laughs> oh, vanity is, is your business, wanna... is a business. Excellent, because I thought it was That's something true. else. We were... <laughs> I was like, you know, I, th I was like, well, love yeah. and vanity. Okay, well, how does... All right, so it's a business. Wonderful. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. So, uh, yes. very interesting. We're talking business. We're talking commerce. I would say pay attention to legal issues. You're going to have to learn your way, like learn the ropes when it comes to legality. So, you know, you want to pay attention to your taxes, tax preparation. You probably need to do a um, an annual report. And these are new things that you're going to have to learn, discover and work through. Also, excuse me, excuse me, before we continue on. I know this is our first podcast, but could you please um, let us know which cards you are pulling so that we know what you have and which um, set you may be reading with? Okay, I'm reading from the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which is the main one that I promote. 
And Queen, I can let you know the cards, but I'll tell you um, the way I typically read is I deliver the message and then I go back into the cards. So I can right. adjust that or whatever, but I do that so that people okay, can focus that's fine. on the message. No, you're good. You read as you read. Go right and ahead. I do, and I do have my trade secrets too, but okay. that's okay. We'll work okay. it out. This oh, no, is- you're fine. Go right ahead on. <laughs> okay. So you want to pay attention to legalities. That's all new for you. So take the time to learn those things because not everything is cut and dry when it comes to operating a business. We mentioned smoke and mirrors before, so you may have to learn how to use some smoke and mirrors. But then speaking of cutting, because we are in the suit of swords, some things are cut and dry. You got to know how to execute when it's the proper time. And that's something that you need to learn now. The next thing is I would recommend getting a good mentor. You need a good business mentor because they're going to show you how to do that. And you're really in a learning stage. So um, that is not available right now. But when that person shows up, definitely identify who they are and use them appropriately. Like, you know, take their recommendations, legal aid. Um, and then there is a transformation that needs to take place. So when, it, when we're talking about prosperity and your business moving forward, there's going to be some adjustment going on. Um, there are going to be some, I mentioned cutting. You need to release some things. You need to cut them away so that you can move into your next phase. You are not Margot just trying to hack it um, at this business. And, you know, you're a Margot Love and Vanity LLC. That means we operate a certain way. We have an operating manual. We have a certain level of professionalism about us. And that means some things need to die, okay? That may be a difficult process, but ultimately it's gonna work out because there's a transformation that needs to occur. And um, so when you see things not going exactly the way you planned or ideally or whatever, just understand, no, you're in the midst of a transformation. You're reinventing who you are. You're reinventing how you're doing business. And so be in that process. No, you're here to learn. And it's tricky. It's not an easy thing. And the last thing I'll say is be conscious of people you work with because they're at different levels. And a lot of business is communication. So if you don't know how to communicate properly, and communication is not just speaking, it's also listening. It's also listening. If you don't know how to communicate um, properly, it can lead to confusion. It can lead to misunderstanding. And those are all setbacks when it comes to business and achieving goals. So to wrap it all up, what's the outlook for your business moving forward? It's a lot of growth, a lot of transformation, a lot of release and emphasis on legal issues and also your communication with people. That's it. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much, Urban Alchemist. So Madam Aphrodite, what do you have for Madame Margot? So good evening, Ms. Margot. So um, I'm actually going to be reading from a deck. It's the Behavioral Therapy Skills Deck. And um, for understanding what this deck is, it more so focuses um, around your emotions and how you also should communicate in spaces. So I'm going to start off with this. Um, the first card that I pulled for you, it says, take a rest. And so with you asking how your business is going to be going, um, with you getting this first card, it's basically saying that the thing that you want to bring into fruition is good and it's great. However, um, you have a thing to where you have too many thoughts 
and you don't really organize them as you should. And then it kind of makes you um, you get stressed out, you get unorganized and things may come off as a little chaotic. So when the card says take a rest, um, when you look at the acronym for rest is relax, evaluate and set an intention. So with that, we want to get you organized um, when you're thinking of all these things that you need to prosper for your business. So um, instead of moving at like 60 miles per hour, just take a step back and plan these things. Um, and just because you know, you want things to come um, into fruition. Uh, wanting something to come fast isn't always a good thing. Um, I know sometimes, you know, you can have an issue with patience, but sometimes patience will be the thing that will help you succeed. So take a rest and keep that in mind. Um, the second card you have, it says do what's effective. So with the card, do what's effective, it's talking more so about your behavior. Um, and this comes when you can't really decide, should I go with this or should I go with that? Um, it's also speaking where you need to take emotion out of a decision and really think behind um, the choices that will better serve you. So you can be in a space where your emotions are strong and you feel like, you know, this would be the best but you have a more logical explanation and a more logical reasoning. Some, you know, it'll be, it would be more for you in the long run to choose the logic over your immediate emotions at the moment. Okay. And the last card you have is make mindful statements. And this also relates back to what the um, urban alchemist just said, as far as communication goes, um, listening and speaking. So with making mindful statements, um, the message that I'm getting is that you need to, um, you, you need to be careful of what you say around certain people because your ideas may end up being someone else's check. So if you have um, ideas, you know, to make things move or something new, right now at this moment, it's best to write it down and get through it yourself and not announce it to someone else because there is someone lurking and kind of biting off ideas. So you want to be mindful of when you get excited about something, it's easy to want to share that and, you know, think of it as a collective, like I can benefit from this and then they'll benefit from this, but you have to be careful because as I just said, you know, your idea can become somebody else's check. So that's what I have for you, my love. Thank you both so very much. Those are incredible readings. And and Ms. Ms. Margot, Mother Margot, I hope that that is something that you can definitely accept and receive and able to grow with. Um, and for me, I want to provide you with a little bit of spiritual work that you can do to help you. So um, in the spaces that have been discussed, we've heard one part legal, we had the um, we had the second part, emotional or um, or behavioral, if you will. So with that being the case, there's a couple of things that I want to do. So the first thing when we're talking about the spaces of legal working, I want you to take an orange. I want you to take the two of diamonds. I want you to take the king of diamonds and the eight of diamonds and something from your business, whether it's dirt from your business. If your business is home-based, do dirt from your home. You want to take all of these things 
and roll them together with these cards. Wrap these cards in a thread and you are gonna place them inside the orange with either sugar water or honey. You are then gonna take this orange and bury it in your front yard and you are going to nail it down with four nails. This is going to bring you the support you need, the assistance and things that you need. It is also going to give you um, the financial um, backing, what you, um, the financial necessities you need to thrive, to be great. And then you're also going to have the six of clubs here, which is going to open those roads for opportunities and resources to come in. Those nails are going to absolutely nail down and lock down what you need to do um, or, or those blessings that are to be had, which I think goes more along with the space of behavioral of keeping your blessings your own um, without being too excited and letting someone else take them. There's that part. But then in this space of rest and clarity, um, it's very important that you do this, <clears throat> that you do take the herb called eyebright and you're going to place it in a bowl and you are going to swish it around counterclockwise, okay? Get in, now because I know that you do have some gifts, I want you to feel those spirits speak to you. After you get that vibration up, I want you to place your hands in that water and go over your eyes four times in your spirit, knowing that your eyes will be clear to see what you need to see. Take this same um, solution, go through your hair so that you are now cleansing your head so that you are able to see clear with your head, to speak clear. Take some of this and go on your throat so you're able to speak with clarity as well. And to always know to speak a little bit sweeter if people are not able to receive what you're saying or you have a difficult time communicating things, take a little bit of honey and put it on your lips and touch your tongue and your words will be sweet to whomever ears fall they, um, they fall upon. D'accord? So that's the working that I would enjoy, for, that I would like for you to do in order to help your, your business, love and vanity prosper within this up and coming year. So I thank you so very much, Ms. Uh, Margot. Is Queen, I have one last point that I left out and it's pretty critical. Yes. Margot, at some point this year, probably in the later portion, you will need to release something. And the way I like to say it is something will wither. It will be withering on the vine and you need to be okay letting that go because you're going to want to be tempted to be like, oh, but you know, this is so special and it was so good. Like it's probably going to be a relationship, to be honest, like a business relationship. You're going to be thinking about what I like to call the glory days, but those days are far behind you and it's going to be holding you back. So don't be afraid to cut that life support, boo cut the life support and just move to the next phase. Um, and that will be a personal descent for you. It's gonna make you have to deal with some things you don't wanna deal with. But because we're dealing in transformation, you have to descend before you rise. So don't be afraid, sever, okay? So um, we're gonna have to go to the next reader, but I do hope that this has um, assisted you and helped you out in some way. And we hope to hear back we would love for you to give us um some insight or 
um, uh, testimony to your reading as well as to the work that has been done. But we will make sure that we do reach out to you and you do have the cards that you need to, um, to move forward. And thank you so very much. And we will see you very, very soon. Deco, merci. Our next client here, and I tell you, those readings were incredible. So this time around, um, I am going to also do a reading. And again, we do want to just do a good three card cut, move it along a little bit quicker. And I, I, I may do a little bit of reading here as well. And um, the re we'll be reading Miss StarTech. And um, the question is, what do I need to know for the rest of January and February? So it's really, what do the spirits have that I need to be focused on within the next month um, here, the middle of January and February? Let's bring Ms. StarTech in. We're going to have Madam Aphrodite. Um, in fact, I think I'll read first. Um, then we'll have um, the Urban Alchemist and then Madam Aphrodite Deco. Hello. Bonjour, Madam StarTech. Comment ça va? How are you? Good. How are you? Wonderful. So I just want to repeat your question so that our viewers can hear. What do I need to know for the rest of January and February? Is that as correct? Yes, ma'am. Wonderful. So I'm actually going to begin reading for you this evening. I'm starting with the Hoodoo Omen playing cards. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, sept. D'accord. So what I see here is the Ten of Clubs. And this mm -hmm. is Le Lézard, which is the card of the lizard. And this represents changement or le changement. This is mm -hmm. change. So this is telling you that one thing, there's going to be some changes in your life. There's going to be some significant changes in your life. You need to be able to respect change. You don't want to fight change. You want to be able to receive it fully. You also need to understand the purpose of changement or change and understand that change is necessary for growth. And where there is growth, there is life. Also understand that with change, there are your ups, there are your downs. Sometimes the changes are not favorable. Sometimes the changes are incredibly favorable, but mm -hmm. we're going to move right on to the next card, which is the four of spades. And the fourth space actually communicates that there is decay here. In the next month, there is going to be decay. There is something or someone, some situation or circumstance that is leaving, okay? Something that will absolutely be dying out in your life. This could be a cycle, a necessary cycle. But when you are thinking about the space of changement, all right, mm -hmm. le lézard, the lizard, and change, it absolutely coincides hand in hand, that with these changes, with these changes, absolute um, ending of cycles are going to come. Ending of situations are going to come. They have to come. I always love this card because a lot of people get worked up about it. But as I tell you, there's not one tree that holds on to a leaf when it comes time for fall. And that is because the tree mm -hmm. understands that the decay of these leaves fertilizes the seeds that have been planted and will be fertilization for seeds that are going to be planted. Deco? That's correct. Yeah, so, you're right. 
So respect and receive that. And upon ça, le pain, we have the pine cone, which is the five of spades. So you get three black cards here. So this tells us in this next month, we also need to be bringing a focus to our health. But what I also want to tell people is this, is whenever you're doing readings, sometimes a person say, well, I want to see what's coming up in the month of January, February for me. But what you got to understand is you don't live by yourself and you don't live alone. So sometimes these health right. issues aren't you and maybe someone that's around you. So just be aware of, yes, look, put on your mask before you put on somebody else's. Yes. So okay. <laughs> make sure that you are absolutely um, thinking about your health, think about your well-being, thinking about your physical um, by the understanding that your physical body, your physical health literally is your sure. vehicle to um, your blessings. If you want more money, if you seek and down in the bed, you can't make it. You can't do it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you want to travel around the world, you can't do it if you're all bundled up because you're sick or maybe you talk about I'm going to run a 5K when you can't run from the bathroom to the kitchen. You know, so you have to make sure that you are taking care of the physical body. Um, and that's what I see here for you, um, the Urban Alchemist. Would you like to let us know what cards and spirits are speaking for you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it is so clear. And I'm seeing a little bit of a carryover from our okay. previous um, sitter. But it's very clear in January, February, you are being gifted just clear vision. You know what needs to be done, and now it's the time to do it. This is truly a awesome. gift. It's like situations that may have been muddy before, confusing, situations where you had to weigh a lot of different factors. Now you're mm -hmm. like, no, I see exactly what this is. And the guidance is make haste. In January, do not delay. Make haste. Whatever needs to be done, do it. Whatever needs to be handled, handle it. And um, you have a strong moral code. You have strong ethics. You know, according to your own standards, what needs to happen. So follow on that, lean on that, and then make no delay, make haste, handle that. February, lots of opportunities, lots of things being offered to you. Allow yourself the time to just sort of consider all these things that are being offered to you. But I would say in this situation in February, don't be so quick now in February because mm -hmm. some of these things that are being offered are not the, the business, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to make sure that when the smoke clears, when everything settles, you can actually rely on this opportunity. And there's the, the saying, all the, not all the glitters is gold. Right. So don't, don't get confused, okay? Because they sell gold, gold glitter at the um, dollar store, okay? Make mm -hmm. sure you're not getting that dollar store glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'll pass it to Afro Aphrodite. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hello, my love. Hello, beautiful. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I okay. see how you're doing. So, out <laughs> here. So, <laughs> I'm gonna be um, reading from the behavioral. Um, therapy skills deck um and really what this deck is going to do is tell you um you know how to follow along with like the physical things there are some emotional things that you know need to coincide so mm -hmm. um i'm gonna start uh so the first card you got it says learn to say no mm. learn to say no um i feel that you have a hard time saying no and mm -hmm. 
when you want to say no, you kind of dance around it to make someone else feel comfortable. Um, we can't do that anymore. You you absolutely just have to say no and let no be the answer and the explanation. OK, um, because uh, folding to people's questions and folding, you know, to what they want you to do um, is cutting you off you know, both mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and emotionally, because um, you're holding some type of regret. And you also have um, a little a little bit of, um, really not chaos, but a lot of confusion, because you mm-hmm. know what you want, you, you just can't say it. Um, and it's not benefiting anyone in this right. current moment. So we have to learn to say no and stand on it. Don't be afraid, okay? Mm-hmm. So the second part you got, it says reduce your physical vulnerability. So mm-hmm. with one of the previous cards you received about your physical health, um, mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to what you're eating. And you also have to double down um, on even just moderate exercise. Um, you have to pay attention to your health because you can want to do all the Um, spiritual things. Um, You can have, you know, so much that you're doing, but if your physical health isn't up to par, um, it's going to start to show. And it's only so much that you can put off until your body starts to catch up with you. So um, be mindful of what you're eating. Be mindful of stress as well. And um, also take care of your emotions because even though it is emotional, um, the stress can really weigh down on you and pay attention to your stomach um, for the next three months. I keep getting that. Pay attention to your stomach. Um, The next card you have, it says reduce your cognitive vulnerability. So this speaks more um, to your your self-regulation, self-confidence. You have to stop being so hard on yourself. And what I mean by this, um, just because you see someone else succeeding, you can't look back at yourself and say, oh, I should be here or I should have done this. Why isn't this working for me? Because in order to receive, your hands can't be full of envy or jealousy from how someone else is succeeding. So Mm -hmm. you need to be extremely mindful over the next couple of months of how you speak to yourself is imperative. And it's important. Um, and stop telling yourself what you can't do and stop calling yourself a failure as well. Okay. Okay. Just read me for filth. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> now that she has no more edges. Right. I'm <laughs> completely bald. Lashes gone, everything, um, wig off. For your spiritual work, we're going to go down to the Beauty Queen wig store. <laughs> Please. And um <laughs> They have this amazing oil. It's not a conjuring oil, but it's great for receding hairlines and loose mm-hmm. edges. Um, no, I'm kidding. Please. No, so it's, <laughs> no it's, it's interesting um, that that's where things are. And I know that you've asked about January and February. Would you say that you're, if you're looking at yourself right now, that these things sort of resonate with, how you can see the future going. They do. They do actually. I think uh, we've had a few conversations uh, from the readings I've gotten with you specifically, Queen, and we've talked about 
ending those cycles that I keep getting stuck in and getting over certain relationships and things I need to do. This, all this, it goes right into it. Like literally just a list yes. <laughs> of what I already knew. <laughs> yes. So, so it's, I will, it's confirming to me. So I will say again, like they've already said, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gotten information that says you need to act in haste. Yes. You know, so it's like, you know what to do, act in haste, don't wait around. Um, but what I want to do, though, is like I, in, in my particular reading, I want to encourage you to um, go out and forge some pine okay. and peppermint and lemon and create a tea that I want you to drink. Um, you can check with your Western doctors if you're worried about these things <laughs> i mean i know you so yes <laughs> for the sake of not being sued um on my first podcast <laughs> check with your you know your, your doctors first um so anyways um with that being said in in regards to working with physical ailments in the stomach i really do think that you want to do a little bit of lemon some pine and some peppermint Mm-hmm. Um, to benefit that, make some teas out of that for your particular situation. Also, I want you to take that same mixture mm-hmm. minus the peppermint. So you're going to do pine, you're going to do lemon, and you're going to do black walnut. Make a pot of this to take a bath in. And when I say a bath, I don't mean a soak. I mean something you are going to shower yourself down in because a lot of people mm. don't understand the difference between when you say a bath that it means a variety of things um people think that when you say bath it means you got to sit in the bath and you no 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 you're going to take this particular mixture and you are going to um completely cleanse yourself all the way down um from your head to your toe you are going to light two candles on either side of your shower When you do this, you are going to air dry. When you step through these candles, you are stepping into a new space of your life. This particular bath is going to release you from these things that are holding you from making these haste movements and decisions and growth, etc. It's very important that you do this. Um, Without a doubt, I do want to just educate people that contrary to popular belief and traditional versus traditional that lemons do not sour all situations in fact it is a cleansing spirit and um that from the institute (laughs) yes so So, yes another graduating student here um and i will say though and i i I will say this too josie um because i was thinking a lot about you use the resources that you have you are a gifted conjurer. This ain't just your root working herbalist. This ain't just your see your situation. This individual has spiritual abilities and powers. Use your resources and, cre- and, and create these changes. Stop sitting on your, your knowledge like you don't know what to do when okay. clearly the cards <laughs> have said you do. I know what to do. <laughs> and do them now. And I almost want to say it was literally the exact same 
reading we had last time. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to so, say that was, what, was. a month ago. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. December, yes. yes. <laughs> gotcha. Roger. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. So there, there's that. So I thank you so much for joining us this evening. Many blessings to you. And I look forward to hearing about your um, about your journey. Declan? Absolutely. Thank you guys so and much. Merci beaucoup. Merci de rien. Until <laughs> next time. Au revoir. Bientôt. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you all, that was incredible. And I am so happy that we are having the ability to show people your amazing gifts and the way that you read and the fashion in which you read. And um, it was wonderful. So everybody, we are here at the end of our podcast. Um, And before we end in, I want to just um, round this out and um, close this. Well, let me ask you all before I do ending remarks. Madam Aphrodite, do you have any ending remarks about starting your journey? One more thing that people, one solid point that you just want to make with as people are opening their their hearts to a traditional, spiritual, a more natural, earth based path. Yes. Uh, do not follow spiritual influencers. That is all. <laughs> That's the main one. <laughs> and then there's that. Urban Alchemist. <laughs> that was a great point. I second that, Aphrodite, and we'll discuss that in future episodes. Queen emphasized that this is service-based, and that is so important because as you grow in your magic, in your path, wherever that is, It's not about ego. It's about becoming the clearest channel so that you can serve the community. These women have solid advice that they can apply to their lives that will better their lives. And that's all of our goals. That's my goal with what I do. So remove the ego and just be a great channel for some divine love, divine communication and all of that. (laughs) Wonderful. And to um, expand on those two points before I give my ending remarks. Um, first is know the difference between your spiritual, your social media spiritual entertainers versus your social media spiritual metaphysical businesses versus your social media spiritual um, influencers um, and your social media influ- your so your social media spiritual mentors. Know the difference, understand, and I'm going to just give you some, some clear points. If their whole page is nothing more than a free-for-all, yes, do what you feel, mm, does someone say to that? Um, if, the, if the pages, because if you got to be honest, if we want to be honest here, those that have the most like and that are popular is not because they're telling people truly respect these spaces. They're saying, do what you feel. Um, if it feels right, if your intentions are right, that's all that matters, um, so forth and so on. What you have to understand about creating a, a starting a spiritual path or journey is these ways of living were lived by people, by cultures, by civilizations, and their children's children, children are here today 
they must be respected as well as those that come before them. And so it's not just do what you want in your intentions and your feelings, okay? Um, so you, you do need to know the difference um, in regards to the space of not having an ego and not um, being in that space and being of service. Understand this, you may have a spiritual gift it does not mean that you're supposed to be a spiritual worker. Just because you can conjure an oil does not mean that you're supposed to have a spiritual business. Okay. Understand that you as a service could solely be for your lineage. Yes, it could be for your community. And when I say community, I mean your region. Yes, it could be um, statewide. It could be national. Who knows? The majority of the time is not, to be very honest. If you look at the space of traditional workers and, and magical individuals, it was one, maybe two in a community. Multiple people could have had dreams. Multiple people could have had certain abilities, but everybody wasn't a walking around magical being. Um, everybody wasn't levitating and flying on brooms. Everybody didn't say, oh, girl, what cards you got today? Oh, I got my black card. I got my blue card. I got my master, my visas. Like that wasn't what it was. It's never have been that. Um, so don't feel that you have to, oh my gosh, I got to find out my purpose. Your purpose could be fix you, fix your lineage, help your generations to come has very little to do with being known. And so the last thing that I will say in regards to this is, because I do think that this is important, is the space of mentorship. If you desire to have power, if you desire to make change, if you desire to bend things to your will, if you desire to be... Um, known for your abilities, if you desire to strike people down because you have been wrong or this is your leg up in the world, you don't need no mentor. That is all very I-based. I want this. I want that. I desire this. I desire that. What you need to do is obtain your knowledge, trial and error, and may the ancestors be with you in case you're, you have more errors than trials. Okay, but if you're really wanting to connect to your blood, the magic that's in your blood, if you truly want to connect to your ancestors where there is no magic in your blood, but this magic is a part of your culture, if you desire that, if you desire to live, to sweep, to cook, like your people, then you need to have a mentor or a teacher that can connect you to that, not tell you how to create that. It is nothing to create. It is only something to connect to. And that is very important to recognize and to know. Um, I want to encourage everyone that if you're interested in starting your spiritual path, do it again with truth, do it with integrity, 
do it with respect, even if that means no, you cannot do this because of your blood. Perfect example. It is said that I have Haitian um, blood in me. And I say it is said because I don't speak of nothing unless I have facts. It is said I have Haitian blood. But because I may have Haitian blood in me, it does not give me um, authority or um, the resources to experience all things in the Haitian culture of Haitian voodoo. Um, because I was not born on the soil, I can't have certain things. I don't feel bad about that. I respect that. I love that. I think it's beautiful because it preserves tradition. It preserves the ancient ways. But my ego could be like, well, I'm black. And if I'm black and your people black and we all come from Africa, I can have that too. No, you can't because it's cultural. No, I can't because I because it's cultural and it's, it's, not a, it's not a bad thing. So being able to respect it, there are some things you may not be able to do in certain magical methods and forms and spaces of conjuration um, because of your blood. There's nothing wrong with that. It's very beautiful, in fact. It should be honored, celebrated, and respected. Understand that um, there are some things that in order for you to know, you may just have to get into it before. And when I say get into it, I don't mean just start dabbling stuff. I'm talking about specifically initiations. Like there is some like Wicca, for example, you do have to be initiated into that religion or blessing that religion into some capacity. You cannot be initiated in hoodoo. Let me make that very clear. Um, as a queen of my lineage of many centuries going back, I'm telling you that is not a thing. Um, so with that being said, understand there are some spaces where in, in some magical spaces, um, and, and I say magical, but even Wicca is a religion. You know, it's a religion. It's not even like, it's not, it's, it, it has, it is a mystical religion, but it is a religion. Um, so understand that there are some things like religions that you won't know until you dedicate yourself to it. You know, some people want the voodoo, you want the ifa. You won't be told nothing until you go ahead and commit. And once you end, you get. And I will say this last point, which is, and this is probably one of the most important. Give your journey time. Give your journey time. Do not rush your journey. Do not think because you have read eight books, took seven classes, been to the contrafacts that I have, that now you are ready to do your own classes, teach people and all of those things. No, you have to give your journey time. You have to give your, you have to allow your space of divination to, to develop. You don't know, just because you know the words to these cards does not mean that you know the spirit, does not make you psychic. It makes you a diviner. Okay. Um, and it doesn't mean that you are going to be able to, to know it all or whatever. It doesn't happen that way. Just because you dream of something, it doesn't mean that you're going to know what it means the next day. You have to give yourself 
time. You may light a candle today and you may not see something for two months. Give it time to take root. Give it time. And don't get caught up with these spiritual, social media spiritual influencers, entertainers. It's like, oh, I lit my calendar today at 12 o'clock. And at 12.02, I became a millionaire. No. Like, like it's, it, is, it's, it doesn't happen that way. It's never been that way. It will never be that way. So don't get down and hard on yourself thinking that you are, oh my gosh, I'm behind or, oh my gosh, um, I, I, I don't know enough and, and things are happening for me. It ain't happening for them. I promise. I promise you it isn't. And so those are just some very key things that I would like to share. Madam Aphrodite, the Urban Alchemist. I thank y'all so much for joining me tonight for the first Spellcast podcast here at Conjure South. Um, how can people find you, Madam Aphrodite? They can find me on Instagram at dot Afro underscore Aphrodite underscore because people be out here copying. So <laughs> <laughs> y'all can find me there. Wonderful. And what services and things do you provide um, out, um, there or outside of there? Um, so some services I provide are sensual and sexual uh, education. Um, I also provide a candle line for your needs, which is www.honeypotmystic.com. You should definitely check those out. Um, and I also do tarot and oracle readings as well. And where do you do those readings? I do those readings at the most wonderful, most marvelous. I mean, just the cutest little parlor in town. Come to South, of course, darling. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and and um, the Urban Alchemist, how may they find you? Y'all are certainly welcome to find me at Urban Alchemist. That is my handle on Instagram. I offer tarot. I offer mediumship and psychic um, readings as well. And, but I want to draw your attention to my 2022 forecast readings because they will not be around long. I'm doing that through the month of January. It is a life-changing experience. I've got the receipts. Um, I've been doing this for myself for years and I've slowly been doing them for other people. So don't miss out on that opportunity. And I would love to spend an hour with you telling you all about yourself. Don't you want that? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so very much. And of course, je suis Cotalia Benson-Monamedos de la Bande de la Manadou. I am Queen Cotalia, the Hoodoo Queen. You can find me at conjuresouth.com. You can find me here at 10 South Conception Street, Mobile, Alabama, where you can find multiple herbs, roots, curios, candles, etc., as well as join us every second and fourth Friday for Le Manche de Trenab, the dark markets, where we have live music, refreshments, flash readings, and the list goes on. Again, I thanks to the um, clients and customers that came through today for your readings. I am so grateful for you, Urban Alchemist and Madam Aphrodite, and um, we would love to see you very soon. Next week, our episode is going to be developing your spiritual gifts. And so we are going to have a great discussion with that. And I look forward to um, joining you all again. You all have a wonderful and blessed evening. Until next time, à bientôt.